God loves excessively. You see, the problem that the devil wants to do with you is that many times the devil tells you that God will not forgive you. But God is so much excessive in love. When you read the story of the prodigal son, you see, you can miss the main character. When you see the thing the prodigal son did and all of that, you can feel that that's the main character. No, that the main character is the father. Ability to forgive this guy who has done so much to you. So, in fact, why the story of the prodigal son is actually extensive and more is to tell you the magnitude of his wrong. The magnitude of the wrong of the prodigal son is to explain how much the father loves. So, the two things where God really looks like a woman is one, God loves excessively and two is that they love people listening to them the devil has manipulated a system where people no longer love to hear the word of god it is actually a manifestation of a demonic power when you find yourself not love to hear god's word again you are under devil's attack and another thing is that the devil understands that when you are listening to the word of God, the spirit of the Lord enters into you. Most times when you are finding it difficult to pray, you're finding it difficult to do something, it looks like you're backsliding. Just put yourself on messages. Listen to messages consistently, you will see yourself back on your feet. Ezekiel was the one who said, his spirit entered into me while he was speaking to me. So the spirit of the Lord have an entrance into us while we listen to the word of God. If you occupy yourself listening to the word of God, pray with the messages. When you're listening to the word of God consistently, you find the Holy Spirit entering into you. like who where God looks like a woman if you want to understand God please don't check these attributes that I want to tell you about God now on men men don't have it it is only <laughs> it is only women that possesses this attribute they look more like God in this attitude. 
The attitude is just two. Are you getting ready to hear the attitude? Okay. One is that women value the word called love. They like love. Men don't know what is love. I don't Men, if you were not there, they would have married someone else. So men don't know love. <laughs> I'm telling you. Men don't understand what is called love. Leave that thing. So love, it is a woman that really understands love. So women love more than men. Women are lovers. They love more than men. And two, the other aspect where they look like God is that they love people listening to them. They love being listened to. They love somebody listening to them. In fact, you can lose a relationship because the person feels you don't have a listening ear. You can lose a full-grown relationship because (laughs) you are not listening. The person doesn't want to. Imagine God used to go to the farm, talk to Eve and Adam every evening. Adam is always there talking to the wife each time God is not around also. But the few times that Adam wasn't around with Eve, Eve had to look for someone to talk to. And someone who she will gist with. And that led her into talking to a snake. And because of how much she loved discussion, it didn't even cross her mind that snakes don't talk. It didn't cross her mind at all that snakes do not talk. So she was curious to be heard and curious to eat out her mind. A lady just lost the person who wanted to marry her. How many of you have been seeing these things online? These prank issues, prank everywhere, prank. So I saw one, a lady wanted to get married to somebody and the man said, let me try and prank this lady and see if this lady is good and I can marry the lady. And all they needed to do to get the words from this lady was to bring another girl. And the girl just met the lady and said, how are you doing? He said, fine. He said, ah, you are this person's fiance. He said, yes. He said, mm. I hope you are a Lagos girl. The girl said, yes. I hope you know Lagos girls don't really do love for don't do love. Oh, no, come to put all your eggs in one basket. So be wise. So come for the money, get the money, and go away. Me that I'm sitting down here, I'm for the money, after the money, nothing else. I'm eager for the money. So be a sharp. And the lady start talking. Ah, I'm here for the money, nothing else. He didn't know that the person was sent to get words from her. I'm here for the money, uh, nothing else. Who love help? Now the money, the moment I, he has already got a shop for me. He's fixing up the shop with about one point something million. Last week I got 1.5. I'm here for the money. I have to get it as it's flowing. And while they were talking, according to King James, while they yet speak, the lady called the fiancé and said, come, oh, see the person that you wanted to marry. He said, I mean... He saw that God told me this is exactly how the devil is. How many of you know that the devil does not come in fornication? He may not. He just roam around leading people. He stay up the lost on you until you commit. And he says, God, see person where they call your child. See person where you call your child. Oh. I just say, man, I show you. Man, I update you. 
moved to someone else. The lady was like, ah, but we were discussing. We were just talking something. I was just, in fact, the lady said, I was just talking to you to feel, I wanted to feel like I'm conversing. I wanted to feel like I'm talking to somebody. You took it serious. Why did you, God, the lady said, you are a devil. So ladies, like, say yes now. The love to be heard. The love to be spoken to. The love to talk to somebody. The love to speak. The love to talk and they know you are listening. The love to talk. You have to talk. When you get married, you see that you are becoming a talkative by the day. Becoming a talkative by the day. You now like gossip. One of my sons came with the wife and entered to my office and was telling me stories. I said, oh, you have finally become a gossiper now. Because just two weeks, you are married, gossip, gossip, gossip. I was told some people did not eat rice in my wedding. The other one did not this in my wedding. The other one, I was told, I was told. I said, you are told all these things. Just two weeks, you have turned into a woman. Gossip, you are now a gossiper. You are now, you lane gossip, gossip, gossip. Channel your gossiping to learn the scripture. So God, in the other way around, love being heard. Many people miss this when it comes to prayers. They pray more by talking and don't even wait for God to talk. So their prayer is like, oh Lord, I want you to do this. Lord, so God is saying, okay, wait, now let me also talk. My God, I want you to. I want you to. God, this is what I want you to. You have to do God. Says, okay, now wait, now let me talk to you. Okay, okay, oh, you are done. Are you done? Let me also say my own. No way. They are the only one talking. They are the only one speaking. So the two things where God really looks like a woman is one, God loves excessively. There is nobody here that can really say that you love God more than how he loves you. Anybody here? You love God more than how he loves you? No, no, no. He loves excessively. God loves so much that even when somebody had committed so much crime, you see the problem that the devil wants to do with you is that many times the devil tells you that God will not forgive you. And we'll now make you think that God is like you. He tells you, ah, with all that you have done, you were a pastor, you left pastoring, joined workers' school, later on you left. Now you are not even in any of the using again. Even as you're working with your papa, chief protocol, working hand in hand, you went and did this kind of thing. God will not, don't even go there. In fact, stay back from church. He won't forgive you at all. That's what the devil does. But God is so much excessive in love. When you read the story of the prodigal son, in the story of the prodigal son, the main character, you see, we used to miss the main character in that story. When you're watching movies, there are people that are main character. You see, you can miss the main character and start thinking that the main character is the prodigal son. When you see the thing the prodigal son did and all of that, you can feel that that's the main character. No, so the main character is the father ability to forgive this guy who has done so much to you. So in fact, why the story of the prodigal son is actually extensive and more is to tell you the magnitude of his wrong. The magnitude of the wrong of the prodigal son is to explain how much the father loves. That he could get all the gifts, 
It's not that he went, took the gift, tried a business, and the business fell. But use it on women, use it, and did this, and did this, and he now said to himself, one day I'm going to go into the father, and the father forgave him, and all of that. The main character, which is the father, is explaining to us how rich God is in love. How rich God is in love to always welcome you back. Imagine the guy is saying that when I go, I'll tell him I don't want to be your son. Make me your servant. Not even the first level of servant. I think I've taught you about the three levels of servants that men used to have. That first level of servant, second, and the third. So the third level of servant, he said, I want to be a third level of servant. Let me just come, walk there, go, not have contact with the man and all of that. Just employ me to work for you. You don't need to know me. So the man said, no, 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 leave all that. In fact, the man didn't even allow him to say all of that. Have you offended somebody before and you're planning on the things to go and say, but the moment the person sees you, you say, no, no, don't worry about all of that. He said, I wanted to tell you how bad I have. He said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. I've forgiven you. Somebody came to me and was talking to me, wanted to confess something, and was crying so much. I felt so bad. I now told him, okay, don't cry again. He wasn't. I said, okay, I want you to know that whatever thing you are going to say you did, I have forgiven you. At least I know for sure that you did not kill me. So, so <laughs> I know that no matter what you are going to say, that at least you didn't kill me, I'm alive. So whatever thing you're going to say, I've forgiven you. But when the person now mentioned the thing she said, it wasn't as heavy as I thought. See, most times that's what the devil do. Have you listened to my message, demons want to run? When you have committed sin, the devil wants you to run away from the presence of God and does not tell you how sufficient his love is. The sufficiency of God's love, how God is so sufficient to bring you back. It's very hard for people that were believers who have backslided to come back. The reason why they do not feel they can come back. Sometimes you see somebody who was once a pastor. Have you gone to preach to somebody before and you met somebody and the person is smoking, quoting Bible? When you say, let us open Romans chapter 4, is the one quoting it for you. And you are looking for a place. I think uh, where that thing, the woman, that woman at the well, he said, that's John 4. That's John 4, not Romans. And you're now opening. I said, okay. And, uh, and when Jesus, uh, the disciples of Jesus said, he's now the one telling you the places. But he's smoking. He's thinking that he has gone very far that he can't return back. That's why when you see a lady talk to you about somebody he used to love, maybe your father is no longer with your mother and you are hearing your mother say all the things that say that your father, that your useless father, that your father that doesn't have a head, that your father, I pick somebody, I pick and I raise the man up. He's not looking, he's, not, he's an ingrate. So you don't even be mentioning. If you join and talk, you're on your own. You'll be surprised that one day like this, one day, Maybe your father came to visit you. All of a sudden, they just spoke and they get phone number. The whole thing is finished. All the talk, they have reconciled. The reason is because women have an excessive heart to love. I think God gave them that heart for them to understand how rich God is in love. Do you understand that part? Should I enter into the part B now? So tell your neighbor, God is rich in love. It doesn't matter how far you've gone. Come back. Make peace with God. Tell somebody, come back and make peace with God. Also tell the person, God is rich in love. When you find somebody who has gone so far from God, tell the person to come back and make peace with God. It's always, in fact, it's hard to believe that God is very much rich in love. 
His love is so great. Pastor Heidi met a lady was doing an akazo in this community. And Pastor Heidi met a lady and the lady was being beaten. The guy beats up the lady so much and was telling the lady to leave. Not even marriage, oh. Leave the marriage IT, the marriage reyesa. Leave it. The person said, but I love, but I love. <laughs> <laughs> please, ladies, especially married ladies, please, learn. When it is time to apologize to your man, apologize, leave crying. It's one of your hideouts. We have discovered your hideout. When it is time to apologize, dry your eyes and say, I'm sorry. Do you know many times ladies make us apologize for something we didn't do? We are asking, why did you do this? And they start crying. Why did you do this? Why are you making me hungry since morning? Do you even know what I'm going through? You know? So you now celebrate. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Is it you keeping me hungry that you are? No, 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 no problem. I can as well die for you. No problem. <laughs> so, so ladies, please learn to apologize without crying. Apologize. Talk. Pastor Victor, the way you are crying, I'm suspecting your wife. <laughs> no, 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 just stop. Pastor, am I dialing real numbers? <laughs> okay, so that is one. I, I'm trying to switch, get into the other aspect. God is rich in love. I hope you've gotten that one now. I've preached that one now. Very much rich in love that he can forgive. Do you know God is always the one waiting for you to even... When you say Lord Jesus, he's the one that adds the other one. Come into my heart, be my Lord. He's always eager for you to come back. So that's the heart of a woman. The other aspect that God looks like a woman, or women look like God anywhere around, is that the women, the love being heard. I'll tell you three things that happen when you no longer like hearing the word of God. Do you know that there's a time... In your life that hearing the word of God, you will not be happy. If you hear the word of God, it fights inside of you. You don't always like hearing the word of God. Am I talking to anybody? Like, if you are sitting down and your phone is playing songs, and all of a sudden, the message we gave to you starts playing. You forward. They say, ah, allow the message to, so I'm not in the mood. I'll go listen, I'm, I'll go listen later. I'll go listen. That's why you see very many churches spend more time dancing have you been to a church where they dance, 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 dance to preach? I used to be very angry when I used to go around do preaching in churches. I had to get to a point that I tell the pastors, when you're hosting me, you tell me the durations I'm preaching. Anything less than an hour, I'm not preaching. Anything less than an hour. Because you can, a pastor can host you in a very nice church, spend so much on you. A pastor hosted me in a very nice church in Port spend so much on me, where I ate, where they took me to go and eat. They drive something like the place is a very big, nice plaza, like but all roofed. They drive something like zoom. They, when you order for food, they get something, you hold the thing, it's like a POS. And when your food is on the way, it vibrates. So you now lift up your hand. You now mention the name of your order. When you mention the name of your order, they will drive. They drive. And white men drive. And they remove the food. You can never finish it. No matter how this thing you are, you can never finish it. It's always very big. So the food comes with takeaway. The fish that are there is not always half. It's always a full fish. 
The man spoiled me so much. You know when you didn't even have enough garlic to zip in the house and you went to preach and they gave you this. I thought the man would allow me, the way he's spending, that he would really love me to preach to his people. Guess how many minutes? 25 minutes to preach. And there were many. And this man is the man. He just told me, Pastor, you know why I brought you in? He said, you have the word. I said, thank you. He said, I want you to charge the people as if I'm a charger <laughs> or power. I want you to charge the people. Let me come up and prophesy. <laughs> I laugh. I held the mic. And this was all these uh, Aquaibum church in Portacos. Now, when you go there, that's when you know the new, new Akam that is out. You don't know the new Akam here. You know the new Akam, the new invented Akam. I held the microphone. I started preaching salvation. The man told me, round up. I stopped looking at him. <laughs> I stopped. Preach. He now dropped paper at the altar. I left the altar, stood here. Because my concern was that there were about 300 I'd never gave their life to Christ, but 300 persons. My conscience was going to blame me if I have all that luxury and I don't save so. So I was trying to pay back for the food I ate. After I finished preaching, almost 95% of all the people in the church were there at the altar crying for salvation. And that was my gain. So the devil has manipulated a system where people no longer love to hear the word of God. It is actually a manifestation of a demonic power. When you find yourself not loving to hear God's word again, you are under devil's attack. I'm telling you, it happens to everybody. It happens to even us pastors. There are times in your life that you do not love listening to. That's why we have to make sure that even if you don't listen to the message of the week, when you are going for your home fellowship, the messages are going to be playing and you will listen to it. Because it's very, very important. There are times that the devil will not want you to listen to the word of God. And the Bible said that there are three things that happen when you do not like listening to the word of God. I'm going to give you the three things right now. So pay attention. When you find yourself not really loving to listen to the word of God, you no longer have that flay in listening to the word of God. You don't have curiosity to listen to the word of God anymore. I remember when I was growing up, I used to stay in YouTube. Any subscription, I would have to check whether it has free YouTube, whatever. I used to live in YouTube, listening to Noel Jones. You will hardly tell me any Noel Jones message in this world that I've not listened to. You hardly could find one that I've not listened to. I listened to. In my laptop, I had more than 100 Noel Jones messages. I listened to him. I could listen and listen, like every day listening to messages. See, when the devil wants to take you away from God, it will draw you away from his words. Because his word is the light. Am I talking to somebody? The Bible said that his word was the light of men. So it was in his word that we find direction. His word is like a torchlight. So we use it in working. When the devil wants to mislead, that's making you not to have appetites for the word of God. Like I can listen to more than seven messages in a day. As in most times I listen to messages in podcasts. That's why you must have podcasts. How many of you have podcasts in your phone? I listen to many messages in my phone, and I say, ah, these messages are too short. When I don't check them, they were like two, two hours, two hours, two hours. Because I listen to this one, finish listening to this one, listen to another one, listen to... Those are things that builds children of God up. And another thing is that the devil understands that when you are listening to the word of God, the spirit of the Lord enters into you. 
most times when you are finding it difficult to pray, you're finding it difficult to do something, it looks like you're backsliding. Just put yourself on messages. Listen to messages consistently. You will see yourself back on your feet. Ezekiel was the one who said, his spirit entered into me while he was speaking to me. So the spirit of the Lord have an entrance into us while we listen to the word of God. If you occupy yourself listening to the word of God, you listen to the word of God, pray with the messages. When the message is saying hallelujah, you also answer. When you're listening to the word of God consistently, you find the Holy Spirit entering into you. Am I talking to somebody? When you find yourself not loving to listen to the word of God, as in each time it's time for the word of God, it looks like it's too long. It looks like they have taken time. You understand? But if they do any other thing, it doesn't look like it's taking time. If you are watching football, it doesn't look like it's taking time. Have you felt sleepy before when you listen to the word of God? It looks like you are feeling sleepy. Somebody was telling me, ah, Papa, I cannot sleep for days now. I said, what's happening? He said, me, that anytime I want to even sleep normally, I will just play message. As I play message, I will just sleep. I will just sleep. But even now, even when I try to play message, I can't even sleep. I said, so you have found a therapy to sleep. And that is listening to God's word. Now, 2 Timothy 3, from verse 1, there are things that happen in your life and you know, oh, I'm having this, I'm having this, I'm having this, I have to treat this. I'm feeling dizzy, I'm having sore throat, I'm having fever, I have to treat malaria. Am I talking to somebody? When you find yourself not curious, not desiring to listen to God's word, it looks like your word of God is not always sweet to you, you are not desperate to hear the word of God, you are having problem number one is that you have been occupied or the spirit of the end time is getting hold of you the spirit of the end time you have to read this you should know this timothy that in the last days that's the end time spirit in the last days there will be very difficult times one of the difficult times is going to be difficult to listen to messages has been so, so difficult to listen to. I told you something about uh, Brazil last Sunday. Today, if you see revival that's happening in Brazil. Are you seeing the revival that's happening in Brazil now? People that were celebrating Satan two weeks ago. Today, revival, street revival. No, it's small thing. There will be difficult times. Difficult times that you can't even pray. It is a sign of the end time. When you find yourself having these difficult times, know that I have to pray. Me, if I don't feel like praying, I fast. I will tell myself, okay, let me see how I will be in fasting. I'm not praying. Yeah. Not your kind of fast that you're in fast. You're running, running. When it is 12 o'clock, they remind me. <laughs> you're running, running, running. When it is 12 o'clock, they remind me. You say, ah, you don't nap time. Okay, okay, man, I come on that biscuit chop now. God, I've been there fast. <laughs> no time to fellowship with God. No time to really fellowship with God. No time to really listen to messages. No time to pray. Listen to me. Well, it's actually a strategy to catch time. So maybe if you are busy in time and school, but if it becomes your normal life, then it's a problem. So you are caught up by the spirit of an end time. When you go down, you will see that one of the signs of the end time is that the people will be unholy, not desiring for the things of the Lord anymore. They are not, 
they are not curious for the things of the Lord. Church becomes boring. Have you stayed before? It looks like church becomes boring. When church becomes boring to you, you are caught up by the spirit of an end time. You need to organize a revival for yourself. You don't need the whole church to call for a revival. You need to organize a revival for yourself. Come to the church, get the church key, stay in the church, play messages, put yourself on revival. You need your spiritual life to be up again. The reason is that the devil knows how many things you defeat when your spiritual life is the life, when you are alive spiritually. But there are other things you get to lose when your spiritual life is not up. Am I talking to somebody? Do you know there are many testimonies you cannot share because you don't know? There are many times they have dropped something for you on the ground, maybe juju or whatever, and you match them and pass, and it was of no effect in your life because you are spiritual. Am I talking to somebody? It's like wearing a rain boot. Have you worn a rain boot before? It's like wearing a rain boot. You cannot tell how many nails you press while you were passing because you have been fortified. When you are spiritual, God fortifies you. Do you know what it means to fortify? That is, God wears you so much clothes until you don't even feel the attack. Is it most times we feel that the testimony we have is that I had an attack and I did not die. The greatest testimony is that I didn't even feel the attack. I didn't even feel that the devil was attacking me. That I went to a church many years ago. I think about six years ago. I was preaching in that church. That church, God. The pastor of that church slumped on the pulpit and became paralyzed. Anybody that was doing anything in that church, anything the person does in that church, we will become paralyzed. As in, one day I stood on the pulpit of that church and I preached. After preaching, an elder met me and said, Pastor, while you were preaching, did you feel anything? I said, like what? He said, you didn't feel anything? He said, I said, I don't understand. I feel the glory of God, the presence of God. He says, each time anybody that stood on our pulpit to preach, he feels one side of his body. Your eyes will start being heavy. As in to blink your eyes. One of your eyes will be very heavy to blink. You understand? You start feeling somehow on one side of your body. You start norms on one side of your body. And if you consistently preach, then you fall paralyzed. So people stop going to that church. In fact, pastors of other branches, they stop entering. Them. I said, no, I didn't even feel anything. And uh, he says it happens every day. The man was testifying. The man said he's the son of school that he feels it all the time. It wasn't even long. The man fell down also and had paralysis and all of that. So what I'm saying is that the greatest part of the testimony is that God anoints you so much that you don't even feel the devil's attack. You don't feel the devil's attack. And all of that is in listening to God's word. Everything that God had provided for you is in his words. When the devil makes you too busy that you don't read the Bible, you are too busy. If the devil makes you too busy that you don't even listen to the word of God, you are too busy. Most times if you see me with my headset or something, I listen to messages like I listen to messages like. If me, a pastor, listens to messages like I listen to the messages and you, that is just a member. You don't listen to messages. Me, sometimes I used to pity you. So listening to the messages is one of the things that when you find yourself not listening to the messages, not listening to God, because God is just like a woman, would love somebody to listen to him. And for people that talk to God always, I heard a pastor said something. A pastor said, if you start midnight prayer, he said something that was very, very powerful. He said, if you start midnight prayers for 10 days, you are going to hear God talk to you. The man even used the word announcement. He said, you are going to hear an announcement. So it means that anytime God sees that you give God a listening ear, if you give him a listening ear, he starts talking to you. 
If you are the only one praying in your family, God will start talking to you about your family and leave everybody. God doesn't do all these big people something. This is their firstborn. Let me talk to the big boy. Uh, everybody, all of you, please, uh, let me, excuse me, let me talk to your mother. God does not do that business. So. Anybody who gives me a listening ear, that's the person he talks to. Can you imagine God talking to Samuel about the whole matter of Israel? When Samuel was just barely a little child. God lost people who gives him a listening ear. People that are always there for him to talk to. So one of the signs that you don't really love God to talk to you is that you are engraved with the spirit of the end time. Let's get to the next one. Wow. Is it amazing? Is it powerful? Somebody say, Lord, speak to me. Say, God, give me appetite to listen to your word. To listen, to listen, to listen. If I go to fasting, I go to fasting with a very big, like 80 leaves. That's the least book I can go to fasting with. Like 80 leaves. I listen and I write. My book closing the back door of the church that has recommendation from over 12 countries of the world. I got it while I was fasting. I was fasting, three days dry fasting. We were together, me and Pastor Heidi. From the moment I just entered the place for fast, God said, sit down, I want to talk to you. I wrote all the books was written in the three days of the dry fast. Anytime I stand up, it's either I'm eating myself or whatever. So God always loved talking to you. Many times you're wondering, why did this thing happen around me and God didn't talk to me about it? No, he was always talking. You did not hear. He was always talking. And God loves people that gives him listening ear. All right, let me give you another one because this is the second to the last one. Now... One of the signs of end time is that the devil will make you not to listen to God's word. He will make you not to listen to God's word the way it is. You will want to listen to the word of God that you want. The word of God that you want. Imagine if there's a particular scene you have been living in. Imagine if you are masturbating and you've been masturbating for some time. You try to stop, but you cannot. Later on, you will want to look for a pastor online who really even love God more that supports masturbation. Want to check which pastor really supports. I remember there was one brother we know. The guy used to struggle in sin. The guy was struggling in sin so much and all of that. It wasn't long. He now discovered another preacher that was preaching on predestination. That somebody that is a sinner was destined like that to be a sinner. Somebody that was not destined to be a sinner. People that are living a holy life, they were destined like that. The guy said, I talk him. I talk him. I talk him. Say, no, be me, do him. I don't try. The next thing the guy needed to do was to move around people and was telling him, are you struggling with this thing? And he was telling him, you are predestined. You are predestined. He said, what's predestined? Before the foundation of the world, that's the way you were made you can't fight it. Instead of looking for the power of God to help him, he's now settled around it. That's why the devil raised false teachers. He raises false teachers to teach you what you want to hear. The Bible is not supposed to favor anybody. Am I talking to somebody? The Bible is not supposed to cite anybody. Husband and wife are quarreling. The Bible is citing the husband. No, 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 no. The Bible is like, when we talk about the justice of God, the justice of God is not that God is standing with the wife or he's standing with the husband. God is standing by himself. When God is coming to separate fights, this is how God stands. Two people are fighting. Let's assume two of you are fighting. So two of you are fighting. If God comes to separate this fight, this is what God does. 
He doesn't come and stand with this person and separate. He doesn't come and stand with this person and separate. He's not even standing in the middle to separate. He comes to stand here and says, don't fight again. Whoever comes to him, you understand? Whoever comes to him, he has separated the person. Has somebody come to separate fights before and hold you and the person gave you two blows that it wouldn't have happened on a normal? On a normal, you were throwing your bullet, you know? But the moment the guy just held you and said, don't fight again, don't, you had two on your eyes. So God always stands on his own. His justice is that he's always on his own. So the Bible is saying to us that there will be a time, and this is the time already, there will be a time that people shall no longer want to hear sound doctrine. Whenever you find yourself not wanting to hear the truth, I don't care what the, this thing is doing to you. Listen and listen very good. I don't care how the message does to you. Endure it. Love it. Continue with it. When my Baba comes to the house to bab, after you bab me, you now bring methylated spirit and roll on all the places you have cut. Do you understand what I mean? How many of you used to like it? They now use methylated spirit and now you may not know that you've been cut. Am I talking to somebody? You may not know that you have been caught. And while the methylated spirit, the methylated spirit reveals to you that you've been caught. Am I talking to somebody? You may not know sinner. The work of the message is to reveal to you that sin has caught you. So by the time you take the methylated spirit to the places that have been caught, you don't find pains. That's so I don't care what preaching does to you and how preaching makes you feel, but the intention of preaching is to heal you. Am I talking to somebody? The intention of God's word is always to heal you. So since the devil wants you to always live wounded, what the devil will do to you is that it will make you have an itching ear. Itching ears. Look at it. Itching ear is that you cannot endure sound doctrine. Enduring is that you don't have the capacity to listen to the word for a long time. You don't have the capacity to listen to the word for a long time. If you listen to the word of God a little bit, you find yourself yawning. Oh, you find yourself squeezing your face, turning around, yawning. You find very many things happening to you. You can sit down on your wedding day, six hours, no easing of self from the wedding to the reception, you didn't urinate, nothing, nothing. But when preaching is on, you find yourself wanting to urinate all the time. The first time you went, urinated, came back again. It now comes again. You urinate again. Sometimes you feel like urinating. Go out. The urine is not coming. You enter the church. The urine comes back. You go out again. The reason that thing is happening is that the devil knows God's word is always... The Bible said he sent his word and his word does what? Heal us. So he knows that you'll be healed. So it gives you itching ears. You are so restless while the message is going on. You need to put yourself on prayers. You need to put yourself on discipline. You need to discipline yourself. It's like how much you hate drugs. How many of you hate swallowing drugs here? You hate swallowing drugs. You are like me. You hate swallowing drugs. Let me see your hand. I love injection more than uh, drugs. If I swallow drugs, no matter what I eat after that, the drugs is still here. It's still like it's here. And the smell is like in three days. It's still there. So no matter how you hate drugs, when you're sick, you need it. You don't want the word of God. You need the word of God. Am I talking to somebody? You need, tell somebody you need the word of God. 
Tell someone you need God to talk to you. The next one, which is the last one, which is going to really surprise you, how God wants people to listen to him. And one of the things that happens when we do not like listening to God's word is in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed to destruction. One of the signs that you do not love the word of God anymore. Word of God is not really sweet in your ears anymore. You don't get excited about the word of God. Is that you are heading to destruction. Whenever you are heading towards destruction. One of the things that the devil will do to you is that it makes you hate listening to the word of God. Anytime you find yourself not loving the word of God again. Not loving to hear the word of God again. One guy said, I am trying to work on my life now. I know your church. I know what you people preach. If I come there, I always go back guilty. I will come there when I'm married. Now, I cannot really come. You understand? Because if I come now, that's how I feel anytime I come back from your church. So I don't want to feel like that. Because I know you guys are preaching the truth, but when I need to come is when I'm married. The guy was just talking, I was just laughing. Now, this is the main thing. This is the scripture. Anytime you find yourself not loving the word of God again or not loving it as hard as it is, do you know that if you're doing press up, if you're doing press up, and you do press up 20, how many of you do press up here, brothers? You do press up. When you do press up 20, and after 20, you always leave. After 20, you always leave. If you can do 20 freely, and it is 21 that starts hurting, it is the 21 that starts working. The 20 is, you are catching cruise. It doesn't work on you. The one that works on you is the one that starts hurting you. Am I talking to somebody? The one that starts hurting is the one that is affecting the muscles. The muscles are developing on those ones. That's the one that is hurting. But if you are doing it and it doesn't hurt, then it's not doing anything in your life. You are just catching cruise. It's just like nothing is happening. The one that hurts is actually the one that works. Many times, the word of God how it hits you so bad is because it's working in your life. You start feeling it so bad. You go back home, you cannot eat. You go back home, you feel so... In fact, you sleep. As you are sleeping, you are still hearing my voice. You are still hearing my voice. This is the things that happen. I'm closing here. Pay attention to this. The preaching of the cross sounds foolish to somebody who is heading towards destruction. Anytime you are heading towards destruction, word of God does not make sense again in your ears. Just know that you are heading towards destruction. The devil has planned to destroy you. You are very much close to destruction. The word of God doesn't sound sweet again. You don't want to listen again. You are not listening to like this Jesus thing, the cross. This, uh, Jesus is coming back. I've heard it from when I was. Anytime you get to that point, you are closer to destruction. Find it here. The preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto which are saved, it is a power unto God. So the same word that is being preached to somebody, the same word that is being preached to somebody, for this one is power to save. For the other person is so much foolishness. The reason is because the person is heading towards destruction. So God is always interested that you listen to him because how God can guide you is through his word. How God can talk to you is through his word. How God can help you is through his word. How God can even revive you is through his word. What else? 
how God can keep you is through his word. When you listen to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, he's talking, my son, listen to the words of your father. My son, listen to the instructions of your father. God is always interested in people listening to him. If you find yourself thinking for a long time and you can't listen to God, you don't find pleasure in God. You know, most times, all the people who say, daddy, where the pamper, I laugh at you. It's not God that you're describing. The description doesn't fit God at all. The real daddy that pampers is actually the devil. It's not God. God, you don't know God. God doesn't really do all those pampering things. Children that are pampered don't end up becoming anything in life. So you see that it is very much important that God desires to talk to you. There are things that God starts talking to you at 25. And you are wondering where was all this wisdom since it is now that your ears are open. He was ready to tell you those things even at the age of eight. But you couldn't listen. You were not at the place where he could talk to you. A lady came to me. This lady is so anointed and so powerful. But she's in a church where women don't preach. And she's so anointed. And she'll be telling me how she sees herself in different, different countries preaching. And presidents will be in attendance. I said, wow. The truth is that you're just in a place that God can't talk to you. God can't use you because that place they don't even allow women to preach. Women don't even, they don't even believe God can use a woman. Who is a woman? To even lead in a song. A woman cannot lead in a song. How much more to preach the gospel? So it's very much important that you understand the role the word of God functions in our life. And occupy yourself so much with the word of God. You can find that even when God is talking about finances, he's even talking to you about salvation too. He's even talking to you about healing also. He's even talking to you about many, many things of your life. When you occupy yourself listening to God and even praying, when you pray, you always want God to talk to you. You always want to listen. You always open the Bible. What is meditation? Meditation is opening the scripture. When you open the scripture, this is what you do. You read the scripture and you allow God to start explaining the scripture to you. And just open John chapter 3 verse 7 and say, For God so loved the world. That it, and you are staying there. You are just staying there. For God so loved the world. And, and you find God moving around. This is what Philip did to Ethiopian eunuch. What Philip did to an Ethiopian eunuch is the same thing God does when we meditate. The man was reading the scripture. He didn't understand. And the man rushed nearer to him and said, do you understand what you're reading? He says, no, how do I understand? He said, let me explain to you what. That's the same thing that the Holy Spirit does to us when we are reading the scripture. When you're reading the scripture and you don't understand, he moves closer. Do you know what the thing is saying? And you say, I don't understand. Let me tell you what your father is saying let me tell you something. The Bible is full of God's promises towards your life and many of the promises you have not assessed them yet because the master of the world has made you to love Facebook, not God's book. You will arrive in heaven like this, Papa. And you tell God, God, why didn't you give me this? Said the promise was already there for you. Where was it? This was the promise now. I didn't see it. It was just hidden in the book. God loves being listened to. He loves to talk to somebody. There was a time I was fasting all through. I was in my year three. I was doing fasting every week. Like three days dry. Eat four days. So God started talking to me so much. Like that's when I knew that God talks like. He talks expressly. He talks so much. He talks about things that concern you and things that doesn't concern you. He said, the Bible said, every secret thing belongs to the Lord. And he reveals it to his children. So he talks so much. I was in a vehicle like this, going somewhere. And God will be talking to me about somebody that we are passing on the road that I will not see again. 
we are in the vehicle and we are passing by and God said, did you see the lady with yellow? The father is a pastor but the devil of fornication has really taken over her life. That lady is no longer living in her house. She is a this thing. So, so demon is using. God will be talking to me. This lecturer that is teaching like this, this is what the lecturer is doing. This, the, the daughter has died. I said, you will not be asking yourself, God, what should I do? He said, I'm just telling you. I think that's when he looks like a woman. He said, I'm just telling you. There was even something God showed me. There is actually my grandfather, their elder brother, died in the U.S. God told me, do you want to know how the man died in the U.S.? I said, I, I would love to know. He said, let me show you. And showed me instantly. I was sitting down reading. He said, let me show you how. He just showed me instantly how the man died in the U.S. And how everything happened. He said, that's the real story. Every other story you'll be hearing is not true. Many, many things. He shows me a face. He said, do you know that face? He said, no, no. That's the face of. He mentions, that's the person. The other picture that you saw is not true. Very many things. There was a day God told me something. He told me, Miles Monroe he told me about the date that he was assassinated. It wasn't plane crash. That it was a setup. It was a setup. They just did that. What you saw on the news was what they want you to see. But he was. I mean, he has so much secret. He doesn't know who to talk to. Everybody's busy. They are busy doing photocopying for people, busy babbing people's hair, touching people's hair, babbing, stand up, let us pray. People are busy, 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 reading something that they will not even practice in school. Busy selling data, uploading data online, if you want to buy data. Lift your hands up. God is always God is always looking for somebody to talk to. If God starts talking to you, it will just be like a woman is talking because he will talk. He will tell you things. One way to know a woman that loves you is that she will be telling you things that you don't ask her about. She will be telling you, you see that my mother? I will tell you things about the mother. You see my father? He will tell you things about the father. You see that my uncle? That one doesn't, we don't trust him. Brothers, have you gotten it? I'm telling you now. When you find somebody telling you things in detail, why are you telling me? I'm just telling you. See, the truth is this. I shared this with you the other day. That while your mother is looking for a prophetess or a prophet to prophesy onto his life, is because you have failed. Did you hear when I said that? I said your mothers and your fathers are going for churches that are prophesying. Let me talk to you because I know you too well. Your mother is going to churches that like prophecy because you have felt. The prophecy of the end time was that his son shall prophesy. Your sons and daughters shall do what? Prophesy. So when the son and the daughter is not prophesying, the woman is helpless. Because the woman, oh God. God knew the woman would need a prophecy. When somebody becomes old, he is kept by hope. So, the prophecy gives hope. So, God knows that the mother will need a prophecy. And God said, okay, in the last days, I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh that your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And the sons and daughters are doing hookup. So, the woman becomes stranded because there was a need before God created that gift. And now she's looking for prophets. And prophets now dupe her and she's selling her houses, selling her things. And you're wondering why. Because you are not the one prophesying. Bow your heads. I want to pray for you. I have different, different beliefs. But this is one of it. 
all these things people said prophetic is my office i'm in the office of the prophetic and all of that with due respect to all the people who believe in that it's nice it's good okay i believe in that too but there's another belief that i have too all these people said i have gifts of the prophetic i believe in the realm of the prophetic i believe maybe i'm in the office of a prophet or whatever whatever it's nice it's beautiful it's wonderful i'm not criticizing that but let me tell you something there is how god talks to you so much and you don't even know whether you are a prophet <laughs> you know your title becomes too limited it becomes too small for what god is doing Am I talking to someone? Okay, if God tells me everything I want to know, what do I call myself? Is it a prophet or something? Was Jesus a prophet? Was he a teacher? Was he an evangelist? Was he an apostle? Instead of you to look for Holy Spirit, you are looking for one area of calling. Lift up your hands. Look for the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes, lead you into all truths. That's what the Bible says. It will lead you into all truth. What is all truth? They said the five-fold ministry, five-fold ministry. One man saw my logo and saw these five pillars on our logo and said that should symbolize five-fold ministry. The Holy Spirit lead you into all truths. It makes you preach. It makes you an apostle. It makes you an evangelist. It makes you a pastor. It makes you everything. It's just the presence of the Holy Spirit. If you give God your ears, you hear things. You hear things. I'm telling you. Let me even shock you. You can know who you're going to marry 10 years before you marry the person. 10 years. And you just say, okay, I'm not ready to marry yet, but I know. And the lady doesn't know, and you just say, I know. Ability to give your ears unto the Lord. And he'll tell you in details who he is. It's just a relationship. Just start. Somebody asked me, how do I hear from God? I said, have God ever told you something before? He said, yes, one day I wanted to go out and a voice told me not to go out. And when I went out, I almost had an accident. I said, always be obeying a voice that looks like that voice. The more you obey it, the more it becomes louder. The more you obey it, the more it becomes louder. The more you obey it, the more it becomes louder. Some people say the Holy Spirit has a small, still voice. It depends on your relationship with him. Me, the devil's voice is a small, still voice. The Holy Spirit is so loud and so visible in my ears. Depends on your relationship. Your relationship, if you don't talk to him much, you know, it's a small, still voice. If he talks to you more, it's so audible. It's so audible. Why would God be talking to me on a small, still voice? No, 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 no. I want to pray for you right now. If your hands are lifted up, I'm praying for you prayer points I'm giving to you is going to be powerful. So lift up your hands. You see, from now to Friday, you're going to hear so much from the Lord. So much, so much, so much. Last three days ago, God was teaching me on something called daydreaming. Daydreaming. I asked God, what's daydreaming? God said, that's what I make my prophets to encounter. I said, what does it mean? He says, they stand and they dream in the daytime. Their eyes is open and they so when you see somebody prophet, somebody somebody prophesying, he says, I see a woman. He says, I see he's telling you what he's dreaming. He's daydreaming. His eyes are open and he's dreaming. I'm giving you that gift now. Amen. Your ability to listen to God, your curiosity to listen to the word of God has just increased. Amen. You don't believe it, has just increased. Amen. Your curiosity to pray, your desperation to pray, 
your desperation to hear what God wants to say has just increased right now. Your curiosity to listen to messages, your curiosity to hear what God has to say, message of the week, to hear what God is talking about you has just increased in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus that you receive a great appetite. Appetite to hear God. Appetite to want to always hear from God. To always want to talk to God. To always want God to talk to you. May God not hide you any good thing. May God not hide you anything. May God start talking to you. May you become his talk mate. In the name of Jesus. May he whisper to you the glorious and the powerful treasures of his kingdom. May God start talking to you as a friend, talking to a friend. In Leviticus chapter 12, God told the brothers of Moses, For Moses, your brother, I don't talk to him like that. I speak to him like a friend, talking to a friend. May we get into a dimension where God talks to us as a friend, talking to a friend. In the name of Jesus receive the glory of God receive the glory of God I bind every itching ear I bind every spirit of the end time I bind every spirit of the end time I bind every spirit drawing you to destruction in the name of Jesus make that prayer for just one minute just one minute I declare your ears open. I declare your curiosity, desperation for God open. Lift up your hands. Father, breathe on us your glory, breathe on us your power, breathe on us your unction.